That's crap. Baloney. Bullshit. Hogwash. Baloney. Bullshit. Baloney. Bucket. All right, let's get started. So it's funny, um, I actually built a Twitter for this, and I don't use Twitter. I don't like Twitter. When I did Twitter before for the last podcast network I work for, I absolutely hated using it. But after like 10 minutes on Twitter, I was like, wow, this is great. That's good. We should introduce our guests, though. Yeah. All right. So we have two people with us today. We have Reggie who's a graphic designer as well as a comedian. Uh, What's up? How you guys doing? Pretty good. And then we have Sophia Rhodes, who is the master of all. She's everything from a florist to an actress to a singer, which I would say is her main gig. Uh, she does PD work on films. Anything else? Am I missing anything? Uh, my unfortunate day job of being a commercial interior designer. That's correct. And she has the even more unfortunate job of... Being my lady, and I like that very much. I think that's the worst one of them all. All right. I appreciate that. So uh, how we're going to do this is today Reggie is going to give us some topics, and we're going to go ahead and bullshit about them. Yo, I like that. I like that. Okay, it's Reggie again, um, slash graphic designer, starving artist, uh, comedian. I'm on the mic. You know what I'm saying? So uh, first bullshit topic I wanted to talk about was kind of um, just – I don't know. It's kind of broad. You know, you ever been in a store and somebody reaches past you or just grabs something in front of you without saying, excuse me, or, you know, just not respecting your space. That's some bullshit. Sure. But, but <laughs> I would, I would also like to, to work, point out that you work in merchandising. Is that okay? Correct? Well, you know, okay. That's my side job, you know, along with, or no, I get it. <laughs> okay. We're all starving artists. I get yeah. that shit, but you're actually working and they're trying to like just get in and out of the store. Also, yeah, yeah, for sure. I do that too at work. You know? I mean, they should say so- like, excuse me though. You don't think so? No, I agree with you. Oh like, yeah, they should I'm say excuse Okay, that's what I'm saying. Like, yeah. No, I don't, you know, it's like a totally American thing for people to like want to be, like to not want you to be in their bubble, but like, I don't know, I'm an American. Get out of my bubble. Yeah, yeah but he's, he's working. I'm not even talking. I'm like, it's not, okay, work or American. Or anything like that. I'm just, it's fucking where people well, respect like, my space. In Europe <laughs> okay. and stuff, they all get all up inside each other's spaces. No, I can totally vouch for that. Working retail all the way through college, just trying to actually just do my job, and then everybody just yeah. being right there, completely unobservant and oblivious to what it is that you're doing. I think it's not only just an American mindset, but I think it's a mindset of all people that we're just so self-absorbed that it doesn't matter what anybody else around you is trying to do. It's just, this is what I need. So everybody needs to get out of my way because this is what I need. Yeah. But I think more of what I'm saying is like that in other countries, that's less of a taboo. Like here, we don't like it when people are up inside our business. We don't want to be hugged. We don't want to be touched. Whereas in other places, that's not a problem. For well, sure, in Japan, they force you on all the trains. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. Well, I mean, that happens on BART, but. Okay. In um, China, you're literally elbow to elbow with everyone everywhere you no, go. No, that's, that, I mean, that's, well, yeah, everywhere you go, but like on BART, you're elbow to elbow with, elbow with everyone too. Well, that's true, but we're still, we're still like, don't fucking touch me. Like, you're too close. <laughs> so, yeah. I guess it's our attitude behind it, I guess. I would, I would agree. I do think it's bullshit to be rude to people. And not say, excuse me, I will give you that, Reggie. Yeah. But I also think you are working. And people. I think when people go to the store, they're just into what they're doing. They're not even thinking about it. I hate those motherfuckers, though, on know, t- in that store who, who do the same type of thing and then bring 30 items or, or, or like 
18 items to the checkout lane. Dude. So not only have they reached in front of you, now they're jumping in front of you in line. You Dude. have three things to buy. Okay, let's just break it down. Okay, when you do merchandising, right, you're doing merchandising, sometimes you got to get to the bottom of the shelf. Or if you're doing it, for me, I'm merchandising in the freezer or the refrigerator or whatever. I'm putting product in the refrigerator. I got to get on my knees already, put stuff in the bottom of the shelf, stock this stuff. It's not, it's not, it's not a brilliant job, ladies and gentlemen. It's real simple, okay? I'm not saying it's, it's rocket science or nothing. It's a stupid-ass job. It's pay the bills, okay? But look, this is what I'm saying. I'm fucking putting shit in the bottom of the, the, the fucking refrigerator, whatever. I'm stocking stuff up. And somebody just comes out of nowhere and reach over the top of you all over your head. Just like, I'm like, mother, you don't know what's going on with me. I could be freaking the fuck out. You could just be, you could be fucking with the wrong dude today. Like you could be reaching over the wrong person. Like that's what if they, what if they say, excuse me, Reggie, if they say, excuse me, that's fine. They let me know they're coming and that they're behind me. Mm -hmm. If somebody just jumps up, like it's like somebody standing behind you and then you turn around. They say, you know, they're like, fucking on your ear and shit like breathing out of heart that's the same type of feeling have you ever worked in a (laughs) kitchen environment at all man i used to be a cook of course i worked yeah if you don't if you don't say like i'm behind you in a kitchen people get really mad yes they do the same thing on film sets okay you see now yeah when you're when you're when when you're moving stuff through on the film set points yeah points or behind or opening door whatever so you don't take people out i get it and I get, I, I, I totally agree with you, but I, I'm just, the only part, the only part I'm playing devil advocates okay. on is you are, you are working. When you're not working. Okay, what, about, what, about, what about if I'm not working then? What about if you're not working? Yeah. Yeah, it's totally rude. Unacceptable. You're at least getting paid for people to be a little bit rude to you. <laughs> like, that's, that's all our jobs. We, everybody who works like, knows that. paid to be, you can be a little bit rude because I'm getting paid. So yeah. I kind of, and you know what's messed up about that? Just because it happens so much. I kind of, that's the way I had to think about it, or else I was going to chop somebody's hand off. So, <laughs> so, so oh, hold on, hold on. Let me, let me ask you this, though. So I have a tendency to do this, and I'm legitimately asking a question here to you guys to get your opinion on this. So what I do, if maybe sometimes somebody can't hear me say, excuse me, and they're right where it is that I need to be. Say I say it, they don't hear me, whatever. I have a tendency to put my hand, just kind of slightly touch them on the shoulder or the back to let them know that I'm coming and I'm being, and I'm being polite. Is that crossing that boundary? Is that, is that rude because I'm touching them? No, because like sometimes, especially if I'm on the train and I'm listening to something or watching something, um, someone touching me on the shoulder is very, what? Shay, you just keep going. I'm, I'm pointing Luis. Okay. Uh, so like if I'm on the train or something, or if I'm listening to my headphones in public or something and someone like walks up and touches my shoulder to get my attention, then that's totally okay. Cause I wouldn't have noticed them at all. But you don't automatically think that like I would be a creeper that I'm just coming no. up to you touching your shoulder. But then like, I mean, I'm a straight white male and I'm not really worried about creepers too much. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, I'll just take that as it is. Okay, well, so so we'll add. All right, Reggie, Reggie's not a white man. If you haven't figured that out, yeah, black <laughs> motherfucker, African American, fucking. I'm just admitting to the fact of that I realize what privilege I have in not having to be worried about walking down the street. Really? Hey, well, I'm a female, right? And I don't get bothered by that. Oh, okay. I'm a target. I'm a yeah. I'm a young female. Like that could totally. Well, and you're not worried about people on the street or people tapping you no not at all actually okay. that's why i'm saying you, i do it to others so are you packing heat maybe she 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 
she isn't worried enough. She's she not worried more, enough. Okay. She should be more worried. My sister has that problem where she thinks she can just like beat up everyone and I'm like, you're like a hundred pounds. No, I don't, I don't have a belief that I could kick the shit out of anybody. I actually, I, I, I would get my ass kicked. Absolutely. Okay. There we go. Yeah, I know. I think my sister thinks she can, she can take on anybody with her mitts. Yeah, I, I, I don't have mitts. I don't. <laughs> I, and I will openly admit that I do not. As a secret white male who is undercover because I am not just a white male. You can uh, say, see, you get the Jewish pass. Right, I get the Jewish pass so people don't know. As a secret white male, I agree with you. It's easier to walk on the street. But I'll say there is a difference, Sophia, between a pretty girl tapping you on the shoulder and, you know, Reggie. Oh, oh my, my god! <laughs> wow. Well, so the truth is, it's not Reggie. Like I didn't even mean to throw the black joke in there because it is not. See, it is racist Reggie, shit. Reggie's also. They Reggie's just also, can't get away from it. Re- <laughs> Reggie. <laughs> to be seen Re- in the racism. Re- Reggie's a bigger dude Damn. and that's kind of what I'm pointing to is is more of like just a bigger dude having a bigger dude like put his hand on your shoulder I'm a regular size guy well okay. I'm come on how tall are you I'm fucking 5'11 that's regular size alright fair enough so we have Luis here who is not going to be on mic today Luis is about what are you 6'2 alright he's he's 6'2 but he he's pushes, a very friendly looking guy though he but Luis is a, <laughs> not that Reggie's not. <laughs> oh yeah, he can't go. He can't throw this. This is gonna be another. Luis, Luis is a bit metro, so it, it's a little bit different. But if wow. if, when, if Luis was gruffed up for sure, like a six two dude, like grabbing you on the shoulder and being like, did we? Nobody said grabbing not, on the shoulder. We said tapping. Motherfucker. I'm not gonna be as like, worried unless they like smell like <laughs> shit and are like bleeding and like. It's usually, like you can tell if someone has a threatening aura, right? It's not like I'm tapping somebody on the shoulder. I'm like, hey, motherfucker, where's the piece, where's the piece at? Well, exactly. To the, the to the <laughs> I didn't realize. In the bottom was, shelf. Uh, I didn't realize we were at Little Caesars. Let me reach over you and let me grab it. <laughs> no, but to the, your point, Shay, right? Okay, so you can understand when you when you can sense somebody has a threatening aura, right? So, Or if Jason, they want something. Right. So, Jason, does that make me need to be more afraid as I'm walking down the street than I already am. I'm not being ignorant to the world of that bad things can happen, but I can sense them coming. So like, does the time of day have anything to do with this too? Uh, I, I would say I'm definitely more cautious at night for sure. I mean, me too. But why? Cause it's nighttime. We can't <laughs> see people like Reggie so, coming. So, so. <laughs> well, 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 well. So I'll add to this. I'll, I'll add to this a little bit. <laughs> Not the Reggie comment. We'll let the Reggie comment sit. Right. I will, I'll add to this that I did security, uh, most of my life. Um, and day or night. Uh, the only thing good about night is you can still better, but physical activity on people really isn't much of a difference. Uh, in I would say in cities you're uh, so we should always be scared is what you're saying yeah I I I I, I might always be a little bit scared that's a crazy way to live brother your vision <laughs> is impaired at night right that's why that's why you're afraid yeah exactly that's where we're going with this nighttime you can't see as much shit more shit happens be just cause when the lights go out people fucking you get sneaky they get sneaky <laughs> right but what if you can't see awareness. well during the daytime just asked out then you need glasses <laughs> <laughs> right so blind people like not blind people people don't see imagine well. how scared black oh shit black people uh, <laughs> see now you're making the joke oh my god imagine how scared blind people are though they can't see shit 
Oh, for sure. <laughs> yeah, but think of how they're, they have like, like, super hearing. Super hearing. Yeah. It's like Spidey sense. That you all ever watch that yeah. show, Daredevil? I have. I hate that show. <laughs> really? I do. I do because it's a, this is a whole different topic and we're not going to go there. All right. But I just, all yeah. I'm going to say is I don't, I don't like the lighting on it and it makes me not like oh. it. Oh. But we'll, we'll, we'll talk about that another okay. day. It's really a film guy right here. This guy's talking so, about the lighting. So the well well so I do uh I do produce for a film animation and game. Shay, do you want to say what you do? I do. I do stuff. <laughs> All right. Yeah. All right. He does he does sound, he directs, he writes. Uh he's extremely talented. Um go ahead. You look like you were going to say something. No, I just no. <laughs> and he does audio visual too. He's being shy. He's being shy. I don't know why. But um and well, back I to topic. didn't know it. Uh, but I think we should shoot. I think I think we kill the topic space. of we don't like people in our personal space. I mean, I you know, we're given it's not we absolutely don't like people in our public, personal space. But just give us some heads up that you're entering into our space. Don't just, I think know, that's a really good. We can't both sit in the same space, occupy the same space at the same time. Right. I mean, this is science, guys. I well, <laughs> I think that's I mean, a really good point. I mean, though. depending on depending on what you like, I guess you can <laughs> <laughs> sort of do that. I mean, I, I like to, uh, you know, yeah. she's in the room, but I'll, I like to be in Sophia's space. I mean, uh, well, that's uh, a different that's a different scenario, my brother. <laughs> <laughs> It is. It is. And it's a good scenario. Let's uh. Likewise, let's, uh, darling. Likewise. Let, let let's uh let's see what next topic you have to to throw. All right. Us. Okay. Next topic. Uh, shit. You guys want to talk about some more people shit, or you want to go on the traffic? Well, hey man, this let's, is this is this is your spot. Okay. You know what? Let's talk about traffic. Let's, <laughs> let's just talk about traffic. Like I don't know. Maybe I'm just thinking about this wrong. Maybe this shit's just happening because there's just so many people. Maybe we have too many vehicles on the road. But why is all the lanes like? All the fucking time, it's so fucking slow on the road. I mean, I mean, it's just so many aspects to, to try. I don't even know what I'm you're going based. With this. You're based here out of Sacramento, right? So yeah, yeah, yeah I'm still out of Sacramento. Yeah, okay. So because like it's really not that bad here. Yeah. Well, so so what you guys don't know, I've lived all over California. Yeah. San Diego, although I I know their freeways have improved. Okay. That was a beer, by the way. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> soda. Soda. Oh. Soda. Soda. No, it can be a beer. We're fine. This is this is our our studio. We can do whatever the we're fuck just, we want. We're just not going to mention what time of day it is right now. Because the fact that it's it's after eleven. The only thing that's really important is we're all twenty one and over. Yeah, that's what's here. really important. Okay, Every, everybody's here is old enough to drink beer. No children are it's being endangered beer. in the making of this podcast. Exactly. exactly. So so San Diego for a time definitely had the worst traffic I've ever seen. L A gets next. San Francisco. Frisco. Moves next. You go to the bay. And then, and then Sacramento is worse. And, and what I'm talking about is like freeway traffic. The freeway traffic is what I'm talking about. The cities, the cities all, all fucking suck. But the, as far as it goes for like location to location, uh, Sacramento has it pretty good. So yeah, I, I feel can like drive don't, 80 don't leave. miles an hour don't on leave. the, <laughs> I can drive 80 miles an hour on the freeway here. I can barely get to 40 sometimes in the Bay Area. Definitely. Barely. Definitely. Well, I judge it like this though. Here's my judgment. Sa- Sacramento rarely the cars rarely just stop. San Diego stops like mm-hmm. you don't go anywhere, and it it, it, it it's kind of like okay, that. Okay, so maybe I maybe I the traffic was too general. Maybe I should home in on really what I mean about I have little things about being in traffic. Like 
when people in Sacramento, for some reason, when you see something on the road, I've seen this shit multiple fucking times and it pisses me off. Somebody could be changing a flat tire mm. on the side of the road. And in Sacramento, I've never seen this in the Bay, wherever I've been in San Diego, I've never seen somebody, all the traffic will slow the fuck down to Rubber watch just yeah. one person that does happen change the Bay their tire. You've seen a tire been changed hey, before, motherfucker. Hey, hey. <laughs> Hey, my brother, you've been here too long. They rubberneck everywhere. I hate that shit. In fact, I believe fire now, so fire tries to cover up any accidents with their vehicles. I know that uh, different places actually have curtains to block you from seeing, but here's the most That's fucked up crazy. part. Why do you need that? Are you that damn nosy? They still rubberneck a fucking curtain. Yes. You know, I heard something, and I don't even know. This could be, um, what's the word? Bullshit. But... In Arizona, I heard that at one point in time, I don't know if this is still current, that it was a law that if somebody was broken down on the side of the road, that if a highway patrol was nearby you, you would have to pull over. And it didn't matter what it was that was wrong with the car. It's like if if somebody just broke down, you would Wait. have to pull over to the side and assist them. That's Otherwise, the you would get in, cited uh, for a ticket. That's the case in um, uh, Alaska. Because if you're broken down on the side of the road in Alaska, you could die. Makes sense. So that does make sense. The black man's yeah, the black man's talking yeah that that makes sense. Out yeah, <laughs> yeah yeah you agree with the that. weather the environment yeah you, you know I not just the environment but like a rabid moose. Oh yeah, that's <laughs> 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 automatic <laughs> a rabid moose. huge man. They will they will fucking kill you. Yes, the, the miraculous. Um, I mean bears are more the concern, but. That happened to me once. I was uh, driving in the country and you got attacked I, by a moose. No bear, oh. almost attacked by a bear. We, uh, my car got stuck in the mud, and I was out in the middle of nowhere. And miraculously, I had cell service, and so I called AAA. And they're like, "Are you in a safe environment?" And I look out my window, and there's literally a brown bear like right outside of the car. And I'm like, "No, not really." I'm like, "There's a bear out here," and they're like, "Oh, okay, we'll be there right away." And they literally came in the middle of nowhere within like. 10 minutes so what you're saying is the next time i'm stranded on the side of the road i should tell them there's a bear there exactly what i'm saying it's a good strategy i would i would so bring it back a little bit to to traffic i don't like people in traffic i think they're fucking rude and i also don't like i also don't so here's the deal people i ride bikes and i'm not talking about bicycles i hate fucking people so it's legal in california yeah. to cut cut lanes when you're in, when you're on bikes and right and yeah. it's it's safer because what can happen is people don't pay attention how many times have you run up on the back of a car really quick mm-hmm. yeah. so they don't pay attention and they run up on the motorcycles and they basically run them over and, and really yeah. hurt people or gotcha. kill them gotcha. so they so it actually it has been proven by chp that it's safer for them to split lanes but i have had people cutting into my lane in traffic trying to block me out while i'm on a bike yeah and that fucking drives me nuts yep it's a real thing i've seen it like i'm i'm a good i'm a good dude i'm a good driver like i you know they talk about defensive and offensive driving i'm, I'm definitely a defensive driver i drive for every fucking body else because they're doing weird ass shit on the road and i'm always got to ride around and drive around these people because you don't know because people can stop right in front of you at a drop of a dime. So you don't want to just be in your own zone. You got to pay attention when you're on the road. And shit, it, so. it depends on the day for me. Like most of the time I'm defensive. But like if I'm letting one person in, 
like my lane because they're all trying to merge over into my lane. I let one person because it's supposed to be one at a time, right? Yeah. If that next guy is trying to pull up on me because I'm being nice to the guy next oh, to me, speed up on that motherfucker. Yeah. Like, I'll go bumper to bumper. You are not getting in front of me. <laughs> I hate that shit. Like I, that makes me angry. I get behind I, the guy behind me. Absolutely. I hate that shit. Yeah, one at a time. I totally believe in good driving karma too because that's always that one time when you need to get in for someone yep. to let you in. Yep. Do you do you guys remember back in driver's ed? We're going in the way back machine. When in those driver's ed handbooks that they that they prep you to take the test for, when they say the main cause of traffic is literally just because of one person. Only one person on the road has to be making bad judgments or whatever it is and it causes everyone else we to need fuck another it up. crusade it's the butterfly effect i think that's what we got going on it's the butterfly effect on the road and shit one little fucking little thing travels all the way back and it just keeps getting bigger and bigger until you got that fucking slowdown that jerking and fucking jerking and speeding up is what you know what the fucking real problem is the real problem is people want to drive on your ass Instead of making cushion and giving you space so we can be a flow. Hey, I don't know a person in this room. <laughs> That's it. That does that shit. And I tell you what, it is, I, it is scary being a passenger in vehicles like that. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, no, I don't know anybody, anybody who is a, a, a female in this room right now who actually does that. Uh, all the time. I, 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 I'm just gonna say I'm a little bit of an aggressive driver. Um, I'm safe. Uh, I've never been in an accident that was my own doing. Um, but yes, I'm, I'm more of an, yeah. um, offensive oh, yeah, that's driver right. than it, a defensive driver, yes. Right, but, but, right. So here's, here's my comment to that. You think you're safe until the idiot in front of you slams on the brakes and you're fucked. I have great brakes! <laughs> <laughs> I will tell you what, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna tell, hey, Damn. listener audience, here's what happens. So I put my leg, I like, I, I like to put my leg up. Like, like, cross my leg in the car, like, kind of put it up on the knee. I do that too, actually. I put my, my foot on the, on the dashboard. Okay, so, in, so, in Sophia's car, I won't do that. Cause I'm, I have the nightmare, I'll be sitting there, I have the nightmare of her getting in an accident and my, my foot being enlarged in my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> because I did that. So what I find helps with traffic for me is if I do something or listen to something that makes me more angry, so I'll listen to political radio while I'm driving, so that way I'm more angry at the political radio than I am at the traffic, and then I'm like, chill. So it's like reverse psychology. I don't know. Maybe. You don't feel the need to like, see, that just makes me angrier, and then I look at the that's guy next to me, smart, I'm like- That's actually kind of smart, though. He's, taking, no. he's getting all this anger uh, released out on the radio. No, it's not releasing. <laughs> he's filling up his anger. I, I actually- No, no. It's, it's, like a, it's like he said. It's like a release. Like I'm so focused about what the orange man's doing. That I don't worry about, you know, the guy in front of me who's swerving into my lane. Sure. Uh, I, I, I can say that when I l- listen to music in the car or if I'm listening to, say, a podcast such as this one, I actually drive a lot more defensively and more chill when I listen to a podcast as opposed to music because I get pumped when I listen to music. Yeah. And it makes me more aggressive. If I'm listening to, like, some real heavy, heavy metal or, like, some... Norwegian black metal or something. I want to run everyone off the road. <laughs> <laughs> I might have done that while I rode my my motorcycle, play some like really hard shit. It totally made me yeah. way more aggressive. That's crazy. So the thing is, if you listen to more things that make you think and make you think objectively and shit, and takes your mind off of the actual, I could see that hmm, might might work. Might help you out. Might make people better drivers. I don't know. 
So I guess the moral of the story and the message is, is listen to shit that pisses you off. So listen to the 30-minute bullshit podcast. <laughs> Our shit that stimulates your mind so you don't have to focus on... I don't know about stimulating. <laughs> <laughs> all right, just listen to the bullshit. Just listen to the to the, the fiery shit. All right, Let's get you fired right. up. So let, let's uh, let's see what this is. Your last topic. Oh, what you got? What, what, what you got to offer? <sighs> okay, this is this is my last topic. Another simple one. I'm going back. I'm dumbing it back down. I was going to talk about some technology, but you know what? Let's bring it back. Let's bring it back. I'm going to talk about simple opening the door for people, being polite. People saying thank you when you're standing there using your time, <laughs> your arm, <laughs> holding this fucking door open, and these motherfuckers walk through that shit and they don't say shit back to you. Like disrespectful. I'm not just sitting here holding this door up just for my own good. Like, motherfucker, like I, hey, I could have took off and slammed this motherfucker on your face, like in, in your face, whatever. I could have just took the fuck off. Like, <laughs> I, I agree. I would also say you brought up a bigger topic than I think you realized. And I think this, this brings up the man and woman topic right now. Oh. I, I, so luckily I'm with a lady who understands what a gentleman is. Mm-hmm. I love to open her door. Mm-hmm. Um, I will open her driver's side door when she's driving. That's what's up. Yeah. Um, That's sometimes I have to slow her down because she gets a little fast at it. And I have to be like, hold on, I'll get See. your door. But, but there, there are women out there who absolutely hate having their door open for them. Yeah. Cause they look at it. Cause nowadays they they got on that. Well, uh, I'm I'm woman. I'm independent. I'm on like fine. I know you're all of that. You're beautiful. You're strong. To that point, though, <laughs> sure. Yes, I love having the door held open for me. But I love having the door held open for me. And I don't think that it has to be a gender based thing. I hold the door open for men and women, and women hold the door open for me. I agree. It's just I just think it opens up that bigger topic. It is a that that can go into a bigger topic, but but basically I'm just talking about it doesn't matter if you're man or woman. You're just talking about common courtesy. Common right? courtesy. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Thank mm-hmm. you, my friend. Some, some morals, some values, some common courtesy. What's, what's polite? Yeah, go, people sorry. have been mean to you, huh? Shit. Because <laughs> <laughs> you all, all all your topics today are, are very like I'm pissed off the world right now. Letting it off, man. Poor pissed Reggie. off, man. That's right. Letting it out, shit. <laughs> I just, I'm just, Don't get this man behind so the wheel of, wheel of a vehicle. The right best now. thing about common courtesy, I think, is like you can use it as sort of like you can use it as a way to make people feel bad for being a dick to you. So, like, I work at a job where it's very customer client based. I have to like work with people, and if you're just like super super nice to them, and they're like freaking out and yelling at you. If you're just super polite, you can almost see it in their face. Look, for some people, right? That they're like, oh shit, I'm being an asshole and I'm making a big scene and this person's being a bigger person. And then I've seen, and, it, and again, not always, where people will just like, oh shit, I'm sorry. So and you're then, essentially. Like, talk, to you as a, talk to you with courtesy. So you're essentially saying that you need to patronize them, which by the way, totally works. And that's very healthy manipulation um, right there. I, I do the same thing. You can patronize them, but in a non condescending way. Well, like, patronizing in such a way that they're not able to even pick up on the fact that you're really patronizing them. Sure. Yeah. I mean, customer service, right? (laughs) (laughs) Damn. And there you have it. And it all came, it all came down to, to opening the door. The thing I hate Reggie. So I always think people when they open doors, Mm -hmm. so I will, I will never do that to you. 
Um, unless you're in your merchandiser uniform, I, mean, I think you're getting paid for it. No, I'll thank you. Then. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you uh, open the door uh, at that point. Uh, <laughs> uh, I'll, I'll still thank you. I thank bouncers and anybody who opens yeah. the door for me for sure. But the other part I hate is people who are literally one foot in front of you and they don't hold the door open. Oh. And they and and especially ones and they just those, let it slam right. Yeah, it slams right in your face. That's common courtesy. Like if I'm right behind you, you know we're entering the same building. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. You could at least just prop the door open, just let it swing a little bit, or slow it down, or something. Yeah, hold it for a second. Hold it for a second. Yeah. I've literally held a door open for like five minutes while I've seen like an elderly person walking through the parking lot or something, like in their walker. I'm like, I that's fine. I don't mind. I got nowhere to be. I know you're coming in here, even though I'm holding this door open for a long time. It doesn't I matter. I can't tell you how many people I've walked behind and they have. Maybe they figured out I'm Jewish. Uh, <laughs> I've let the door just straight slam in my face. <laughs> the alt right. Oh, you Jewish again. bastard! <laughs> you killed Jesus. <laughs> slam this motherfucker right now! Pick up the coins. Pick up the coins. Pick up the coins. <laughs> well, fuck! If they threw a penny down, I might pick it up and not run into the door. I mean, what the fuck? I'm sorry. Okay. Oh shit. Oh my god! Shit, I don't if think they I, give I, me a cool, I, cool dollar. I might, I might just turn around and drop it in my bank. I don't think it has anything to do with you being Jewish. My oh, I, 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 think, I know. They might pick up a little bit on it. it might be like dogs; they can smell it. They can smell it. <laughs> I think one of the things I that I appreciate like <laughs> is like Damn. someone doesn't really have to say thank you or anything if they do that little speed walk thing when they see you hold open the door. Sure, they not. That. Or a the nod. nod. A nod would be fine. Yeah, yeah, it's just it's just an acknowledgement. Acknowledgement. Yes. Just acknowledge. Even just like just when pedestrians it. are walking across the street, I have to wait for them. That's the law. But like, if they do that little speed walk thing, I'm like, thank you. I appreciate that. <laughs> I you don't appreciate- have to. You don't have to. Yeah, that is true. Uh, uh, let's. Okay, I'm going to bring up another thing here just while we're talking about common courtesy and people and whatnot. Um, some people, when they're in the grocery store, right? Uh oh. They're pushing their cart with their items, right? And it may be super busy. It's like a, a Sunday afternoon, right? Everybody's getting their groceries. They take their cart and they stop in the middle of a main aisle reading uh, their goddamn shopping list. Or their phone. Okay, check in. I got my butter. I got my eggs. And meanwhile, there's like a line and people are such sheeple that they just start to collect and pile up and pile up and pile up behind because that one asshole doesn't realize that they just need to shift their cart a little bit over to the right to let people buy. All right. Wait, hold on. She's talking about me? See, I they, would just say, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> I do know somebody she that does, does that in this she's, ta- she's straight talking about me. But here's the thing. So so most of the time, we have a totally different belief in this. I agree. I should be pulling to the side. I get all that. And 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 I believe well, I do. Well, do it then, asshole. Well, no. She, Thank you. No. No, no, no. So, like, I don't like her falling behind. She's like, her brakes still work. My 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 response is I do leave room enough for a car to get by ninety percent of the time. She's gonna say no. He I already doesn't see her. understand spatial visualization. Obviously, <laughs> he does not. <laughs> pack a trunk. You can't pack a trunk. <laughs> I can't pack a trunk, but um, I'm not gonna make a uh, a joke about a unit of measurement right here right now. But you know, you get the idea. Damn. Oh come on now. So moral of the story is just I have a know. small dick. Right. Oh, oh, damn. I didn't say that, darling. Too soon, too soon. <laughs> oh, what man. I think is more annoying at the grocery store is when people have their children running around, undisciplined, not in line. Yes. It's just like 
And they, 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 they just don't care. They don't say anything to their kid. Like, take the seed outside. Like, take the what? The seed. <laughs> nice. You can tell he don't like, have kids. Jesus. Right. I like that. That's why I was going to say. You don't have kids. <laughs> you know. So I can keep them next to me and they can bother everybody right there all the time, the whole time. Or I can let them run down aisles, bust their little asses when they're bothering people because I do. But I'll let them run. If there's an empty aisle or whatever, I'll let them run down. If it's it. empty, sure, and keep them close. But like that whole like kids darting in front of me while I'm at the grocery store. I hate that. And I look at the parents and they just are like, eh. Like, <laughs> I had, I saw this actually legitimately happen right in front of my eyes. I was in a store and this woman's daughter, who she had to have been probably three or four, picked up like a glass jar from a shelf and just purposely dropped it, threw it on the ground. And the glass wow. busted open. And the mom looks down at her and she goes, Aww, sweetheart. And another woman walks by and goes, Wow, she just has a little mind of her own now, doesn't she? And oh I'm like, God. Bitch, somebody's got to clean this up now. Like, are you going to offer to pay for I, that? I, so I'm with you. I'm, I, so listen, I agree. I if, my so kids were, if my kids were doing that, I don't speak my kids, but I make them go sit in the car. And I would even, I have left a grocery store because my kids are acting out of hand. Yeah. I do give them space to run around a little bit. I think that's fine. Um, kids are, are, I love my kids. They are smart, but they're also dumb. They're on it. As much sure. as I'm getting, as much as I'm getting some, some shit for the fact that, um, I take up space in an aisle because I don't, I don't think I'm taking up space. They don't think they're doing anything. So when right. they dart in front of somebody, that is, that is emotional development. That's not emotional. That's in, well, I mean, in, that's in, why in you a, talk to them. Let about me tell it. you what the, right. The, you do. I do. Hey, watch yourself. I do all that stuff. Yeah, sure. But, we, we're trying to teach our children to be aware of their surroundings so they don't become that asshole in the grocery store that parks their cart in the middle of the aisle. <laughs> Damn. Also, like, so my parent, my dad being a very military guy, he would just have us line up and we had to stay in like a formation to stay out of people's way. And that's a good, him. that's a good point. Cause what I was going to say is it comes down to parenting. It's just the parents picking up on their kids, paying attention to their kids, and knowing how to, like, try to... I mean, you can't... Even p- good parents can't keep their check their kids totally in check. Yeah. Because kids are going to be kids. But you can, you can you know, you can do some of that behind well, the it, scenes. It, it's my hard. parents didn't really... Yeah, it's hard. My parents didn't treat it as much... Like, there was the consequence of not staying in formation, right? But, I mean, they also turned it into a game, right? Like, That's smart. My That's parents really smart. did where they did a lot of, like... Hey, we're going to play this game, and it was really just a game to get to benefit them. Like my dad would be like, "Let's play the quiet game to see who could stay quiet the longest." The and best game yeah. ever. So yeah, that totally works. I use that on my kids all the time. The problem is sometimes you guys want I want to talk, and then and they'll do the quiet game. <laughs> oh, they reversed it on you. Oh, they have my youngest. So so my oldest. I have a I so currently. Uh, I'll date our podcast a little bit. I have, I have a 11 year old and I have an eight year old. My youngest loves playing the quiet game. And, and at this point, they're old enough to not say stupid shit. Mm-hmm. Um, like ramble on and oh, look what I can do and jump and do all crazy stuff. Mm-hmm. So conversations actually gotten really good with them. And my yeah. youngest will inevitably at some point like come out and say, I want to play the quiet game. <laughs> my 11 year old and I are looking at each other like, I don't want to play the we can actually talk to each other now it's not gaga and like just bullshit yeah 
see they got used to it that's that i mean you can say no right i do i do but then he then you feel bad because he is the youngest and i'll say he he's a a redhead cute little kid and and he'll like give the face like oh man and then you feel bad like a psychopath playing the quiet game now okay (laughs) quiet everybody quiet (laughs) well no i mean it's quiet game time you motherfuckers don't be quiet right now gonna fucking make you be quiet son <laughs> well no he i mean the quiet game the quiet game is essentially first person talk loses next person talk loses and 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 we've made it a little bit more of a game we fuck with each other when we do it so so i'll give an example of a time we were playing the quiet game when that happened uh we were in line at a fair actually and i tapped the person in front of me because we're playing the quiet game so i tapped this stranger in front of me and point to my kid <laughs> to make him talk <laughs> that was so fun and that went so, on for a really long 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 time we just kept fucking with everybody that was in front of us and none of us were saying anything and we did that at the grocery store one time too and and the woman uh checking us out was like hey you know like would you like paper or plastic and i just am like <laughs> radio silence smiling and nodding and none of us said anything this family of four walking up it's cool that you guys actually play the game with the kids because my parents were like we're immune Oh, that's brilliant. I might be doing that. Thank you. Yeah. They're, they, they are like, you guys are playing the quiet game. We're not. Oh, no. that's different. That's smart. That's some good psychology right there. That's some... Well, <laughs> I mean, uh, my dad is an interrogator in the U.S. military. So right, that makes yeah, sense. Reverse that psychology sense is his job. See, see how I pick things up? I pick things out of people, man. I'll just be knowing some other, there's some underlying shit here. <laughs> underlying or underlying underlying you know you know you know my um my speech you know i'm all over the place you know i you know i didn't learn english properly it's all good even though i live here in america did anyone <laughs> nobody no. in america knows proper english i don't even think the english no <laughs> i don't even think the english no especially like with cockney right yeah but you got but, the oh i love but, you know, but to bring it back a little bit for the store yeah there's one thing i saw a buddy of mine do that I will say, I kind of want to do it, but I kind of feel like an asshole if I do. He made his kid put his hand in his back pocket. Nah, I don't like that. He and his kid wasn't upset by it. He knew that that's how it worked, mm-hmm. and he just he he just to keep his kid there. Yeah, his kid would put his hand in his back pocket and just cruise around with him. Eh, Maybe know. have the kid put the hand on the cart because I think people might get the wrong idea, <laughs> especially today. Like. The thing is, is being a man in society today, you are not allowed to talk to children. You're not allowed to engage with children. Like, that's kind of true. I've actually seen that in stores where a child's acting up and then the mom or the dad is like, you know, t- trying to discipline them and the kid's not listening. Luckily, I can do this because I'm a female, but you guys can't. I mean, I suppose you could, but you might get that look that I've gone up to the kid and kind of cro- got down on a knee and been like, hey, do you want to come home with me? And then they get super scared and look at me all wide eyed and then go run right back to their parent. And then they're yeah, like, see, I can't and then the that. parent looks at me and they're like, thank you. And I'm like, you're welcome. I got yeah. You. You're a pretty girl. You get away with that. Yeah, Any one of us that. men. Oh, hell that. no. Yeah, if I go oh, up to a kid, we can, like, we going to jail. No, no. You want to come home with no, me? No, you look at the parent and go like, look, I'm not really meaning this. I'm oh, trying to help you out oh, to get your kid oh, to come gonna to you. I'm going to get shot. Dude. Yeah, that's not going to work. Still not going to work. Nope. Nope. <laughs> you, 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 you call bullshit on that one? I, yes. I, I call bullshit on that. I'll be in jail, locked you know up, can, shot, fighting. You know what you can do if you're an adult male and like a kid's acting up in a store? If you give them the, the look. The look. Yeah. The look. And especially if you're good at the look. 
that's when you give them that quiet look. You give them that little mean look, not too mean, but like that serious business, like stop fucking playing. Yeah, don't don't make me come over there <laughs> until you have a teenager who's like, "Fuck you, old man." Yeah, that's. I mean, you don't understand. A kid and a teenager is different, right? Fair enough. Like, I feel like once twelve hits. Maybe that's the line. I don't know. So, but then on the flip side, let's, let's offer a counter argument to this. What also I can't stand is when you see parents that are overtly over disciplining their child in public places and it's to the point where, holy shit, do I need to call CPS on your ass? Like you're being really aggressive. I've honestly never run into that. Oh, I certainly have. I've actually confronted a woman about it before and said, and she's like, it's none of your damn business. And I'm like, look, you're making it my business because it's here in public. Like Mm -hmm. you need to knock that off. And the poor child is just But do you know what the kid did? I don't, but it doesn't really matter when you, when you cross a line of discipline to just being abusive. Yeah. I mean, my parents didn't do any, like, hitting in public. It was the count to three. They say that shit for when they got back home. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Big ass whoopings. <laughs> Sounds like you're not foreign to the concept. No, not at all. Uh, my, mom, my mom didn't give a shit. My mom, if I was out in public and I did something stupid enough, she'd smack me. I happen to be the best of the three kids. My mother would say that herself at some point. I will get her on here to admit that. But... The, the, I, I was pretty good in public, but my mom didn't give a shit. I watched her, so she's not allowed <laughs> to lay hands on my kids, <laughs> but she has, she has some step grandchildren. And, and she was, we were, we were at a store, and my son was with me, and he was probably, you know, eight or nine at the time, and this, this step cousin or whatever you want to call him was there, and he was acting up, my mom was watching him. And this kid started acting out bad. My mom was straight popping him. And she wasn't like fist closed popping him. No. But they got into like a little slap match. And oh, I was like, shit. I remember Whoa. those days. I look at my, I look at my son and I go, see, you have it easy. Like, I don't, <laughs> <laughs> I don't, grandma's not allowed to do that to you. And I don't do that shit to you. But she was, she doesn't, she wasn't hitting him hard by any means, but she was definitely like, it was, I would, I, if I didn't know her and I didn't know the situation, I think as an outside looker, I might get a little more upset about it. Sure. Or the other thing is, too, when you see, like, a two- or three-year-old that's, you know, throwing a tantrum. Maybe they're they're throwing a tantrum. But if, you know, a parent is yelling at them, like, shut your fucking mouth, like, okay, that's yeah, a little out yeah. of line. And they're doing it in public in front of people. Like, what is this two- or three-year-old going to do to and, be able to be a defense to themselves? And then what's happening in private? If they're too young, you know. Yeah, that's crazy because they don't even understand Just take them home. Point. Yeah. I, I I agree. You have to you have to do that sometimes. Yeah, you just gotta and wrap it up. Like I, I gotta leave the grocery store. I, I thought I could do it today, but can't do it right now. Right. Just and and they'll and you can actually go in a when you're in a grocery store. I've had a full cart. I've walked up to them, said, "Hey, my kid's acting out of hand right now, um, or both my kids are acting out of hand right now. Can uh, you guys hold on to this cart? They'll do it. Oh, they have no problem. With, they will take it in the back. They'll put it in the fridge. They'll take your name and you come back and you get it. Wow. And that's being a responsible adult, and that's how you handle the situation. I'm not saying that having kids, you're in your right mind all the time. They know they. they you saying they drive you crazy? They, they can drive you crazy to where you're not thinking properly, and you do make bad decisions. And that's a leniency I'll give on parents. Is we have it, it should be. This isn't just for parents. This is anybody. People do rude things to other people. You have no idea what kind of day they had. You have no idea if their mom just died, dog got ran over, or whatever. So I try as a person. To give some leniency to people, if it's a continued issue, I'll I'll speak to it. But initial rudeness in like a grocery store or a parent not dealing with a kid, 
correctly, if it's the initial one, I'll usually let that go unless I see if I saw anybody close fist any anybody, I would I would get into that. If I see a man getting aggressive with a woman, I will yeah. step into that. I'll try. I won't. I don't, I'm not talking about stepping in and throwing blows, but I will definitely diffuse it. I will try to diffuse the yeah, situation. Like what's going on? And with kids, right. yeah. I'll take. I actually take a longer moment because. Did that kid just try to run out into traffic? Did that kid, was that kid just walking away with a stranger who grabbed their hand? Like, I don't know what lesson they're, they're teaching. What I'm trying to see is, is are they overreacting in a way that's going to physically harm that child? And I definitely don't like cursing in public at kids. I think that that is fucking ridiculous. You don't allow your kid to have that vocabulary most of the time, by the way. Right. And it just makes you look trashy yourself. You right. know, that's what I Absolutely. don't understand. It's, it's a reflection on you, you know? Absolutely. Yeah, I don't, I, 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 you don't, I let my kids curse. Most people don't let their parent, their kids curse. I let my kids curse as long as they're not cursing at somebody. Uh, if they're going to. Or gonna, in front of adults. Well, that's their choice. So they are allowed to curse in front of adults, but they have but to But you do. probably have like little rules on it. You probably don't let them say all type of cuss words, do you? Like, they don't know all the types they don't of know cuss words the yet. <laughs> but, but if they did, as long as they're not putting it towards a person, I won't get them in trouble. But here's, here's the rule. If you say it in some, in front of somebody, especially an adult, who's not going to like it or your friend who's going to tattle on you, you're dealing with those consequences. I won't get mad, but the, whoever it is you're dealing with and whatever consequences they lay for you, that's what you have to deal with. So basically I'm really trying to teach them, know your audience. Yeah. Yeah. Smart. That was Smart. a real big um, thing when I was growing up was my parents being about know your audience. I mean, we weren't allowed to cuss in front of my mom, but like my dad's whole thing was make sure that the person you're talking to isn't going to be offended by you saying absolutely. So what's, what's funny you bring that up, Shay. So me coming, being a musician and coming from a family of musicians, we absolutely were read your, know your audience, but my dad's phrase, he's a drummer. His phrase is read the room. So like when you go up to a gig, you read the room to see what type of, of audience you have to know what type of music to play your or what it is that's cool. being prepped. So it's my, that's when people say, know your audience once, read the room. Your dad's pretty cool, room. but read the room's a pretty, pretty, I think that's a pretty standard. standard I don't know that people are taught that though. I feel like there's a lot of people that situational you know, awareness, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. I mean, like, <laughs> like, I if, like if it's at night, Yes, if it's at night and somebody like Reggie's following you, you know, stay in the light. <laughs> Mother, I mean, I work with a gay guy. You scaring me? I'm not following you. I'm trying to get away from your ass. I'm watching you to make sure you're not fucking gonna come back and do no crazy shit towards me. I'm minding my damn business. I work with a guy who likes to like joke about, like he's always joking about butt stuff. Butt stuff. Yeah. Well, he's just like you know, you know, I like butt stuff, and he's like doing the voices and stuff like that. But like, he works in a place where it's primarily like female, right? And I mean, even just me, like he can't tell that people are getting uncomfortable. I mean, everybody, everybody is uncomfortable with him doing this, but he just can't tell. I don't know. Pick your audience. Well, you don't get to choose your audience. You read the audience that is provided to you. Well, I mean, I guess you can pick your audience. I mean, you get to choose who you hang out with. Do we get to choose our audience for this? Uh, no, we do not get to choose our audience. They choose us, and fuck them if they don't like us. They can message us and tell us how shitty we are, and, and we'll we, and we won't we'll, we'll, listen. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I was gonna, I was gonna be nice. I was gonna apologize and say, "Hey, man, it's okay to have." We different thank you ideas. for your constructive criticism. 
Right. I thank you for your constructive criticism. I don't necessarily agree with it, so fuck off. And I don't care. (laughs) (laughs) No, no. Actually, I'd hear it out. I I I think it's important to hear both sides of the situation. But before we get into a topic like that, I think it's time to to wrap this one up. Uh, It's been great talking to you guys. It's been great, uh, Reggie, signing out. You know. Do you Uh, do you have anything you want to plug or talk about that you're doing, Reggie? Nah, man. You know, starving artist, graphic design. Getting in a little IT. Yeah, Facebook or Instagram for that. You know, I got an Instagram, you know, it's Heart Locket, you know, so check it out if you want to check as me in out. Like, as in like a heart? It's, as No, it's actually, I don't know what the fuck I was going how with. Did you, how did you spell it? It's, it's H-E-A-R-T, and it's like, what is the under, what is that, underscore, dash? What's that fucking Underscore, name? the thing on the bottom is an uh, underscore. Okay, okay you're right, there designer. you go, you know, see, I'm not a vocabulary major, I'm not, <laughs> English is not my strong suit, Graphic everybody. Graphic design, and he doesn't know what an underscore is. <laughs> Graphic designer don't know what that underscore is. You know what I'm All saying? Right, so it's heart. It's heart. <laughs> it's heart underscore uh, locket. L O C K E T T. Okay. All right. Real Sophia, simple. I wait till she's taking a drink to ask her. But do you have anything you want to plug, my beautiful lady? I I think that uh, this is a great episode with the moral of the story, just of just being aware of your surroundings and just overall, don't be a dick. Rule number one is don't be a dick and just try to be nice to people. So and don't treat be an asshole well. and be like, hey, I just told you to tell us about what you want to plug and then you wrapped up the show. Uh, yeah, exactly. Like blatantly <laughs> disregarding what other people are trying to say to you. Yeah, just like that. Um, I, to be honest with you, I have so much shit going on right now to plug. Um, let's hear some of it. Uh, so I recently have just, um, been cast as a lead villainess in a film, a feature film, uh, that might also be coming out as a series as well. It's sci-fi themed. I'm not going to discuss too much about that project. Uh, I was just shooting yesterday on a film set that I am a lead heroine in. Uh, that's a B horror rated movie called Gone with the Dead that will be coming out, uh, hopefully at some point next year in 2020. And I am currently working on a bunch of EP single projects uh, for new music that's going to be coming out. And we just screened a music video for one of my singles that won an award at the Sacramento the Film and Music single. Legacy. All right. And that, where can I find that? Uh, you can find a link on my Instagram and my Facebook account to my SoundCloud. And my Instagram is at Sophia Rhodes, R-O-D-E-S, vocalist. Or you can just follow hashtag Rhodes Less Traveled, Rhodes spelled R-O-D-E-S. So you got anything? Yeah, the 30 Minutes of BS podcast. You can find us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Awesome. And, uh... I don't want you to find any of my shit. I will tell you that uh, I do have an Instagram. It's Jason Green, producer. And, yeah, I'm not I'm not going to give you any more of my personal shit. And I don't post anything on Instagram, so that's great. But I like shit. But, anyway, have a great day. I hope uh, you guys get to hear this and you have some shit to bullshit about as well. Talk to you later.